Hello, everyone out there in the 6570 family project world. You guys, I have a question for you. When a storm comes through a forest, does it make a beautiful log cabin when it's done? No, of course it doesn't. In order for something to be built, it takes planning and designing. And that is exactly what we do here in the 6570 family project. Listen, we have a whole new year coming up soon. And that year is going to come and go no matter what. But you have an opportunity to build something great, build something amazing in its place. And that takes, you guessed it, designing and planning. And you guys, I created a perfect New Year family check-in for you so you can do just that. It's a quick 15-minute guide that everyone can have. You want to print out one for everyone, and it will help you reflect back and build forward in this incredible new year. Go pick it up right now. It is over at NellieHarden.com slash Happy New Year. That is N-E-L-L-I-E-H-A-R-D-E-N.com slash Happy New Year. Right there, no no spaces in there with Happy New Year. So go grab that and get building forward in this incredible new year, new opportunity we have coming at us. All right, everyone, happy building. Hello, and welcome to the 6570 Family Project Podcast. If you are a parent of a tween, teen, or somewhere on the way, this is exactly the place for you. This is the playground for parents who want to raise their kids with intention, strength, and joy. Come and hear all the discussions, get all the tactics, and have lots of laughs along the way. We will dive into the real challenges in raising kids today, how to show up as parents, and teach your kids how to show up as members of the family and individuals of the world. My name is Nellie Harden, big city girl turned small town, sip an iced tea on the front porch mama, who loves igniting transformation in the hearts and minds of families by helping them build self-led discipline and leadership that elevates the family experience and sets the kids up with a rock solid foundation they can launch their life on all before they ever leave home. This is the 6570 Family Project, let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our third episode of the 6570 Family Project Podcast. And this one is all about what is happening to our future leaders. And before we get into that, I realized that I didn't tell you what you can expect in this podcast. So I'm going to be coming to you with information. I'm also going to be having some very special guests on here, some other parents on here speaking, and I'll also have some guest experts on here speaking sometimes. But today it is little old me. And remember, we are sitting on that front porch sipping some iced tea right now. And I want to have a serious conversation with you about our future leaders. And, you know, I think about uh, this year right now, I think about 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, those kids are being, are being created. Those leaders are being created right now. And remember from our talk about core beliefs and what is cemented in during this 6570, the 6,570 days within this training ground that we have our high impact, high influence time period as parents, 
those things are being tied down right now in your living room, which means that we are going, the world is going to be effectively uh, touched by it later on, right? But what's happening right now? So our future leaders are literally falling asleep in the herd. Um, I told you guys I'm a very visual person. So I picture this herd of cattle that is going along and there's these these dots, these uh, painted backs of some of them on there that are meant to be, they have all, you know, all of the, the makings, the skill sets, the DNA of a great leader in them. And they're being lost in the herd. They're falling asleep in the herd right now. Things are going by so fast for them. There isn't time to think about consequences. And I'm going to get into this in a minute. So think about it. Have you seen Pinocchio? All right. Even if you haven't, uh, you, chances are you've probably heard of the donkey boys, right, in, in Pinocchio. And I'll give a couple of, of, of other examples if you guys have not seen Pinocchio, but maybe you have. But anyway, in Pinocchio, there's those boys that uh, get lost on Pleasure Island, right? And what is that place? They go, it's this carnival, everything you could possibly want as a, you know, 8, 10, 12, 14 year old boy is in there. And you go in and it's just like pleasure, pleasure, entertainment, entertainment over and over and over again. And everything that you want is at your beck and call and you don't have time to think about, is this right or not? Wait, am I missing my family? Wait, am I supposed to be here? hold on a second. You don't even have time because there's a new whistle, a new uh, gizmo, lights are going off and it is crazy there and they are constantly entertained, right? Uh, Percy Jackson, another movie. Anyone seen that one? <laughs> Percy Jackson, the Lotus Motel, same type of deal. They go into this hotel, everybody loses all track of time because it is entertainment, entertainment, entertainment. Look at the flashy things, look at the big color lights, listen to the, the music that is uh, going off everywhere and is you know tantalizing for our ears. All the things. I was coaching one of my families uh, a little while back and I was talking to this uh, young man and um, he was uh, about 10 years old and I was talking and I said, picture if you go into a mall, I had to define what a mall was because I'm not sure that. I'm not sure kids today know what malls are. Back in my day, we used to like go hang out at the mall and it was a whole thing. And today they're like big empty places. Uh, some shoppers, but nothing like it used to be in the 80s, right? But anyway, so you're in a mall, so lots of stores. And there is a store on the left that is super glittery, shiny, uh, carnival type music, fun music. Uh, the lights are everywhere, right? And then on the right, there's this store that is uh, has some brown couches in it. It might have, um, you know, a, a couple of uh, sodas there, something that you could have or some tea or what have you, our iced tea that we're sipping right now. And um, which one would you go to? And of course he said, I would go into the one with all the lights and everything. I said, yes, exactly. That's the one that you would go into. And I'm glad that you recognize that. That would be the one I would go into at their age probably too. These days, I'd probably go into the brown sofa, but you know, uh, at their age, I definitely would have. But what happens when you go in there? That's what's tricky. What happens when you go in there? So I am going to propose something to you right now and say that critical thinking is going extinct. Critical thinking 
is going extinct. So what is critical thinking? Critical thinking is the, this is geek speak here, so, but it is the objective analysis and evaluation of an issue, right? So you're analyzing an issue in order to form a judgment, right? So that is what critical thinking is. And it is imperative to have critical thinking in a modern functioning world. But weirdly enough, we're getting away from critical thinking when we need to be stepping more toward it, especially for our self-leaders and our leaders that are going to become leaders of other people down the line. So there's that word in there, right? Judgment. That word is really condemned today but it's also vital, imperative, needed every single day. I mean, we make judgment calls every single day. In fact, there is a document, if you guys haven't gone to the vault yet, on my website, there is a gift, my heart to yours, my family to yours, called the Family Success Vault. And it is just nellieharden.com. So that's N-E-L-L-I-E. Everyone tries to put a Y on there. It's I-E. So N-E-L-L-I-E-H-A-R-D-E-N.com slash backslash vault, V-A-U-L-T. So go there and get yourself the key into the vault. And inside of the vault, you're going to find a document that is called how to, it's something like a how to judge without being judgmental or how to teach your kids how to uh, judge without being judgmental. That word has gotten such a bad rap, but also we have to teach our kids how to make good judgment calls, right? And so it's really important when I'm looking at critical thinking and I was looking up the definition of that to understand, wait a second, we need to think about and analyze and evaluate an issue so we can form a judgment. It doesn't say so we can then in turn be judgmental, right? And so that's very clear, or I'm sorry, very important today that we make that distinction. So definitely go in the vault and get that uh, document for yourselves. So you might think after all I'm saying that I think social media and all media, the, the YouTubes and the TikToks and the everything, that it's terrible. And I will be the first one to stand up and say, I don't think social media is all bad. I have seen social media do amazing, brilliant, beautiful things in this world. It's just that like everything else, there's another side to that sword, right? And it can also be not all good. And when we send our kids into these Lotus motels or where the Pinocchio boys went, I don't know what it was called, but into the world of social media. And even if your kids, side note, even if your kids are not on social media, they're still on social media because their friends are on social media. Their school is on social media. They're dance studio, their baseball team, all the things are on social media. So you can try to stay away from it if you can and definitely uh, put up some boundaries to that, which we'll talk about in a minute, but you aren't going to be able to stay away from it completely easily anyway. I do know some people that do it, but I can't call them because they don't have a telephone. Um, so you want to set up some boundaries there. The thing is, when we put them in those situations, they don't have the internal resources yet to go in and know what is good for them and what isn't. 
They don't. They're just like, oh, pretty. Oh, pretty. Oh, that's good. Yes, I want that, right? They get put into the, into the donkey boys and, you know, girls of the world. And there was a book that came out actually called Amusing Yourself to Death amusing yourself to death. It was by Neil Postman. And it was a book about what happens in politics and journalism, uh, religion, education, uh, when they all become subject to the demands of entertainment. Now, I think you and I would both agree today that all of those things, politics, journalism, education, religion, all those things are in some part on social media as a form of entertainment on TV and all these, these things. You guys, that book was written in 1985. That book was written 35 years ago. So we've been on this road for a while. This isn't a new thing. Social media came about in about 2007 with the advent of, of uh, Facebook and Twitter and all the things. But we've been on this road for a while. It was just a new pretty thing on that road is what social media was. and so. What we don't want to do is just let our kids or ourselves, frankly, I see this in adults too, um, and been guilty of it once or twice. I will fully admit, right? We're on always a growth path. I will never be like to the end of my growth path. Neither will you, neither will anyone. It's always a path forward. But you, we can't just let them go and be loose in this playpen of sources that don't serve them, right? They don't actually think about things. They don't have, and they might even have pressure uh, on them to do something or to not do something. And we're putting them in there before they have the skill set of discernment, before they have that self-led discipline and they can lead themselves. And you want them to be able to go into this environment, be able to do what they want to do and make some choices and come out. And our problem today is they're having a real rough time coming out, right? Coming out of the circus, so to speak. And then you're gonna find yourself, because this happened to us, we walked in, my husband and I were astonished to see all four of our girls sitting around one tiny phone screen, this was a couple of years ago, watching soap get cut. Yes, there was this, this video of, People cutting soap into squares and then cutting off the ends and just watching the soap get cut. And my husband and I just look at each other. We're like, what is happening right now? And these were all quote unquote satisfying videos. And it reminded me of the um, little aliens in Toy Story when they look up and they're like, the claw, right? I told you I did movie, movie references. I hope you guys can all hang on to them. I uh, love movie references. But anyway, yeah, the claw. And that's what these people, or my kids, these people, my kids, they were like, they were like, satisfying. And there was even this little jingle, if you will, that had them saying it like that, like satisfying, right? And I was like, oh no, like, what are we doing? We need to shut this down right now. My kids who have very active brains, they're brilliant, they're active, they're doing all these things, have been now brain morphed to sit down for more than a couple seconds, more than a couple minutes and watch soap get cut. Okay. And you might be laughing at me right now. And if you are, it's probably because you had the same experience and you know exactly what satisfying videos that I am talking about. So 
they, kids don't go after effort yet. They go after the glittery, easy, fun house, right? But it's the fun house where those dangers can lie around all those corners. And the goal is to keep you in those, in that fun house, right? Um, anyone, uh, if you, um, have seen the documentary, I lost the word there for a second, but the documentary, The Social Dilemma, right? That is a very clear cut. We watched it as an, as an entire family. I feel like we need to watch it again. That's like a good one to watch every six months to just keep awareness um, at its peak, right? But The Social Dilemma, those companies are truly keeping us there in that space so that they can get the likes, get the hits, get the everything that they need to be done. So boundaries are good. Helping them, training them to have boundaries, to be able to go into the funhouse, go into the crazy store, go into the Lotus Motel or the Pinocchio place, right? Whatever resonates with you and your kids, go in there and have some discernment, make the decisions and lead yourself back out. So you want to go in and find the good. There is good out there. There's incredible good out there. So go in, find the good and get out. And I want to say too, that living in a bubble has its own dangers, right? Not knowing what you need to discern is just as dangerous as not knowing how to discern. So I've seen the bubble living like, oh, we are totally shut off. We are not doing anything. And then when they are let loose, these kids are let loose into the, into the real world, so to speak, quote unquote there is a quick drop off and it hurts when they fall. And so teaching them discernment and teaching these boundaries is so imperative. So they're prepared and they know how to face these situations in these environments in our world, finding the medium and having lots and lots and lots of talks. So to do that, you need to know how to have those talks. And that is what I love to dive in with my family architect clients. In fact, in that vault that I told you about, there is another document in there called the 16 conversations to have with your kid to bring awesome to your family or something very similar to that. It's in the uh, communication folder. So take a look at that. Those are great ones to have and just keep on hand and just pull them out every once in a while. Your kids don't even need to know that you have them. Just pull out one of those questions every, every once in a while and have a conversation. Okay, guys, that is it for today. Happy day, happy building, and I will talk to you soon. Just for listening today, I want to give you a free gift called the Family Success Vault filled with tools you can start using right away to bring intention, strength, and joy to your home through self-led discipline and leadership. This can be found at NellieHarden.com forward slash vault. NellieHarden.com forward slash vault. And thank you for being a part of the conversation today. And if something really resonated with you, please connect with me on social. I'm on Facebook at Nellie.Harden or Instagram at Nellie Harden. Lastly, if you loved this information, please leave us a five-star review so more and more families can be impacted by harnessing the strength of these ideas and tools in their own families. Happy building. Can't wait to see you next week, family architects.